Hey guys, you're listening to the new podcast. We have a great show for you today, but first we've got to pay some bills with some words from our sponsors. All right, guys, I have bad news. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a regular, you're probably already dead. We'll tell you why after this song. I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? Hi, yo, if you're not dead, welcome back to Noob. I'm your host, Boston Beer Benny, joined by Moses Malone and Dr. Dersh today. Uh, And we need the doctor in the house. We have two really important health-related articles as to... um, it's a it's a tough time to be a craft beer enthusiast right now. You know, I'm I'm gonna say, um, we have two articles, guys, that are really eye opening, shocking, shocking to say the least. Mm. Both could be health related. One's not really, but it kind of is, and we'll get into that later. Uh, the lead article today is every extra pint of beer takes 15 minutes of your life, takes 15 minutes off of your life. If I say that correctly. And that's why I led the show with you're probably already dead. Because you've yep. had way too many um, extra beers in your life. We know that because you listen to the Noob Podcast. And our next article is a story about how Bud Light has really been turncoat against big macro beer. And uh, they're kind of ruining a good thing that they had lined up. And we'll get into that. But we'll start off with... Uh, Every extra pint of beer takes 15 minutes off your life. Todd, you're a doctor, an actual medical doctor. Please tell me this isn't true. <laughs> well, I, think I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First of all. <laughs> um, no, I just think that there's, uh, you know, our, our team hasn't gone through the study completely yet. Okay. You know, so I want to make sure that I want to know what other factors they took into consideration. There is hope. Okay. Right. So... I don't think it's probably complete in in regards to the study, mm-hmm. but now supposedly this paper is suggesting that the maximum number of drinks we can have per week is five okay. before we start having you know quite the detrimental effects on our body. So five beers a night I can have without having any detrimental a week night. A week. Oh, a week night. Okay, <laughs> I got you. five beers. Yeah, right. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So no, it's just saying, and it's mostly for people over forty. So if you're not over forty, I think you're fine. Okay. Oh yeah. Doesn't doesn't matter for anybody. If I drink a bunch of extra pints, will I live to past (laughs) forty? Yeah. Well, you know, there is a piece of it that says if you're over the age of ninety, drinking two glasses of beer or wine a day gives you a better shot at living longer. So. A little confusing. Yeah, it's like, pretty steep. Do I bell- drink? <laughs> do I not drink? What do I do? <laughs> pretty good. steep bell curve. <laughs> to give me the 90, do I just want to be at 90? Yeah. Like, Basically, you know? what the article is saying drink excessively until you're 40, stop drinking, <laughs> pick it back up when you're 90, rip beers to the grave, and you'll live as long as possible. So they use a sample size of six hundred thousand people. Oh my god, that that's like, well for that's us. really bad. That's <laughs> that's bad. This <laughs> might actually have some validity. <laughs> that's five hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety four more than the New Hampshire. <laughs> they just don't take into 
thinking that. But I didn't put the Ooh, thoughts to words. We're going to need a laugh break. We're going to cut some of that out. Oh, man. So that's a lot of people. Yeah. That many people can't be wrong. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is what I was saying about like the study being complete. What other habits did they track? Yeah. And if there's only just strictly the one habit, mm-hmm. I still think like it, it does maybe suggest something. But, I mean, what if like... 80% of them were smokers or didn't exercise at all. Yeah. I'm glad you're looking at um, some other aspects of a study that's just incomplete. Yeah. But it also is just letting you know, hey, this just might be a contributing factor. That's all you can really take. From Shit. It. Well, I'm going to be like Debbie Downer for this article then. <laughs> the, the, the thing that we're referencing is 83 studies across 600,000 people. They did adjust the study for age, sex, smoking, Risk for diabetes, history of diabetes, and they did one-year follow-ups and followed cardiovascular disease and eight predefined groups according to the amount of grams consumed per week of alcohol. Oh, like they've, I don't know, this sounds legit. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds it like they sound may legit. have crossed the T's and dotted the I's in this thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do what. What a good politician would do now and just say it's bullshit. I don't Fake believe news. it. I don't believe any of it. Drink <sighs> as much as you want. You know. If you double that amount in a week, so say, all right, they say five. So let's, all right, let's have 10 in a week. Yeah. And then, I think yeah. I probably still want more than that, but whatever. 10 a week. Now you're taking an hour off your life every week. Yeah. So in a year, you're losing 52 hours. You're losing, what, Couple two days? days? Days. Every year you're losing two days. I mean, think about the end of your life, though. Are those two days really Over that valuable. Fifty years, you're losing a hundred days. Okay, fifty that's years. three months. You know, that's still not that it's bad. It's not that bad, Mo. You know, I lived that long. Maybe, and maybe I don't want to live that extra of three course. months or whatever. If you can't drink beer, what's the point? I know quality of life at that point, right? But you take you take Todd's findings that it doesn't affect you until you turn forty. Right, and then you have those fifty years, like you said, of when you turn ninety, and then you can reverse it by drinking more pints of beer after you're ninety. Rewind the now clock. you're going backward. You're fighting the clock. Those aren't my findings. Yeah, that's the study. That's the stuff I read. Yeah, that's the study. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Dirsch is not listed as a contributor. <laughs> He's been in the lab. Not a study. I, I clicked. Holy shit! There's way more doctors on here than I thought. Is Dr. Holy Dersh, balls. Does anything sound like Dr. Dersh? Can we, can oh, we I'm going to have to go through this list here. Yeah. Then you guys just talk for a little while. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Because there's that many doctors where you have to read through it that Even though you definitely long. are the lead on this next article that we'll go into. Oh, God. Which is how Bud Light went and did something stupid. Uh, imagine that. You know, they, they haven't done anything stupid this past couple of years. <laughs> um, and they completely shot themselves in the foot. This article is a tale of um, a tale of betrayal. It was the taste of betrayal. <laughs> uh, nice reference. Uh, the title of the article is Bud Light Corn Syrup Stunt Single-Handedly Ruining Beer Industry. Mo, lay the groundwork for us on this one. Sure. So first and foremost, this is a follow-up on something that we kind of touched on a few episodes ago um, about the Bud Light Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Where they talk about corn syrup in the beer, uh, corn, corn syrup in Miller Lite and Coors Light specifically, mm-hmm. um, and they don't use that product. So basically, 
what the article outlines, and this article can be found on vinepair.com. Okay. Um, written by Kat Wolinski. I don't know who the hell that is, but she probably knows what she's talking about. One of the Walensky sisters. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so she writes that apparently there had been some kind of alliance between the the, the beer giants. Yeah. And, they, I mean, they're obviously seeing declining numbers. Craft beer taking a little bit of the pie. Um, beer's share of the U.S. alcohol market dropped from 56%. To 45% over the last 20, 20 years or so. So beer in general is dipping. Yeah. And that number isn't due to craft beer dipping. It's really due to the big dogs dipping. Yeah, that's so, billions of dollars. That's yeah, billions. so it's, it is a little misleading where, you know, craft beer isn't necessarily dying. But the, the big beer companies that sell the most and have the most volume, their numbers are dipping a little bit. So the overall numbers are dipping. But basically they had a kind of alliance, like a plan to kind of get together and kind of uh, save their share of the market. And then Bud Light decided to throw some shade. Yeah. And decided to make fun of the ingredients that other companies... And apparently these companies say that Bud Light uses it too or has used it in the past. Um, so it seems like a little bit of like back, you know, stabbing someone in the back. And then these guys, Millicores pulled out of the, the alliance and they're kind of pissed off about it, saying that they're they're ruining the... Ruining the the alliance that they had. It's a waste of time and money. Uh, the dominant industry leader is spending millions of dollars demonizing beer ingredients. Mm -hmm. He told the Wall Street Journal. So they're pretty pretty upset about this. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know we don't talk about Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light very often, but this actually, I don't know. Maybe if they all just like kill each other, then none of them will exist anymore. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I the way I see it is is Bud Light and. And AB is one of the biggest hypocrites in the in the entire beer community, perhaps of all time. They have continuous commercials about, uh, just like you said, I'll use your word, demonizing craft beer, where they make fun of somebody who prefers a certain type of mead or who asks for a craft beer with all these, you know, all these uh, Renaissance type commercials. I hate and then, those. And then they turn around and they buy Wicked Weed to have a share of craft beer. Yeah, of course. And... It's just, it's unbelievable that they, they made it a mission statement of theirs in 2017 to 2018 to make a bigger position into craft beer. And then they make a complete marketing campaign contradicting itself and hedging their bets by saying craft beer sucks, drink Bud Light, which is unbelievable. They're just flat out dividing the audience is what they're doing, where it's don't even think about craft beer, drink Bud Light, and then... Craft beer drinkers are like, Bud Light sucks. We already knew this. But, but then you, didn't, you can't trick craft beer drinkers that easily. Bud Light and Miller Light have both decreased more than 25% in sales in the last 10 years. That's wild. 25%. Like, think of how many beers they actually sell. Yeah. And I, I don't even know if there's a liquor store in the country that doesn't carry Bud Light. But they're just not selling as much as they used to. Yeah. And uh, Coors Light has dipped 13%. Which isn't that's not a small amount either. It's not no, but it it's a small it's, amount compared to twenty five percent. Yes, which is uh, it's like pretty you said, impressive. Billions of dollars. Yeah, billions. Yeah. So I mean, you would think at some point, like these three guys, and really it's two because Miller and Coors are the same. Yeah. But 
you would think like they would just get together and be like, hey, you know, like squeeze some people. Yeah, up, let's right? let's right. settle some differences here. You know, you do your thing, I do my thing. Mm-hmm. Who cares who's better? Really, at this point, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do whatever we can to get some of this back because the cutthroat stuff worked in the seventies and the eighties. Yeah. And I mean, even for for a bulk of the nineties, where you know it was who had the funniest commercials, who had the who had the best looking girls in the article in the in the commercial? You know, just stupid things like that. And do you think they're just trying to like cut like Coors Light and that out? Maybe. I mean, maybe that was that their backfired real bad. They weren't thinking. They could have been the only person in that type of market. Yeah. Had like this maybe gone what they thought was going to go, but like then everybody was like, "No, wait a minute." I mean, it definitely. It definitely does. It's not a good way to keep friends. Yeah. I mean, if I just decided to take up some, you know local news time for commercials and just did two or three commercials making fun of you ben and you todd and saying bad things about you guys would you want to hang around with me anymore probably not no, I, mean, I mean that's the same thing here <laughs> i mean they're they're one of the most one of the historically the worst families in in america if you look up the Anheuser Busch family and the cover-ups that they did for the for the son and all the stuff that he's got into. If you have some time, Wikipedia it. It, it is crazy. I, I probably get whacked for even talking about it on the podcast, but really, really crazy stuff. I'll and that'd be awesome <laughs> if we got a C and D. Yeah, yeah, that would. A be lot great. of people say you haven't arrived since, until you get your first C and D. So, and they, let's talk all the shit. You know, let's make just, stuff up. They want to be brash and they want to just you know <laughs> talk, talk about. Um, Talk about beer, you know, the the route it's going. I I don't like it. But is there any word on what the alliance actually was? Um, the article doesn't really get into a whole lot about that. It just said that they had a meeting scheduled uh, for next month to discuss plans to collaborate on an industry-wide, non-brand-specific campaign to turn prospective customers' attention away from wine and spirits. So they were basically not seeing themselves as competition anymore. They were seeing wine and spirits as competition because wine and spirits and spirits in particular kind of on the uptick, especially craft spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're taking a, a, a chunk of the market. And for them to get, you know, three, four, five, ten percent of the market is absolutely ginormous. And if, if, if these guys can take any piece of that coming coming back their way and also cannabis is another factor that okay. they're considering anyways as a com- competitor Definitely. um so they they think that you know cannabis becoming legal and and that being a, a thing in the market will ultimately take away from some of their sales so they they decided that they needed to come up with a plan they were supposed to meet and then miller Coors was just nah i ain't coming yeah it's a waste crazy so i mean i i really i care about this but i'm i it's one of those like not a dry eye in the house kind of things like Mm -hmm. i don't feel bad for them it's you know get your shit together come up with a plan or don't adapt or die yeah and i just just doing a little more uh follow up on the the bush family um cover up oh what do you got the uh, going for that. appears to be August Bush the fifth, who, who was the family fuck up. Uh, <laughs> there was a um, a twenty seven year old dead woman found at his uh, home. 
absolutely nothing suspicious happened, but she was dead at the gate of his home. Uh, okay. Nothing ever came of that. Uh, he was the chief marketing uh, officer when the brewery rolled out the Frogs campaign. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, Wise. <laughs> er. And two years later, he sold out to uh, to InBev for fifty two billion dollars. So who's the real fuck up? Me. <laughs> that's, that's billion with a B. Yeah, uh, and he. Uh, fifty two billion dollars. Yeah, it said that he uh, is the unauthorized storyteller of the Anheuser Busch dynasty, and he demonstrated that by driving powerboats, motorcycles, jet planes, and helicopters. Participated in sports that can do physical harm for himself. Uh, mm. So he sounds like a real, real goat. Real man. He man's sounds man. like a guy that drinks Bud Light. <laughs> real, real douchebag. That was eloquent. So wow. that's all we got for tonight. Craft beer is dead per our last episode. Now You're we are actually dead. dying. We're probably dead. dead in this episode. I lost like three hours today. Basically, really bad time to be a podcast host this day and age yeah. of a craft beer podcast. Yeah. But we're going to continue to drink ourselves silly uh, as uh, indicated by our laughter on this episode. We'll ramble some more about the Bush family off there. So thank you very much. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Or we'll talk to you at another time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like this episode, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And go on, rate, review the show, and leave us a five-star review so we can share more awesome beer news with other beer lovers like you. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.